Hello, I'm Alice Arnold. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. And in this episode, I'm talking to Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. This is the second in our series where we're talking to Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of... The Society of London Theatres is nodding at me because I've got it right. Theatre. Theatre. It's just the one theatre, is Just the one theatre. We're a big theatrical family. (laughs) And we're continuing our discussion, really, on the Olivier Awards. Last week we talked uh, about the musical entries mainly. So this week I thought we'd we'd concentrate on some of... Focus on the the other categories, of which there are many. There are many awards. Um... Let's start with uh, straight plays. Um, yep. The Ferryman has the most nominated nominations, eight nominations for The Ferryman, which I had the joy of seeing just this week. Um, what an extraordinary piece of work that is. And it's extraordinary. And once again, you know, started at the Royal Court and has now, you know, come into actually quite a big um, theatre um, in the Gilgood uh, in the West End and had an enormously successful run and is still playing, you know. Um, and... Well, I mean, I don't want to give too much away. It's sort of an extraordinary story about an Irish family and uh, and the entire family, as as uh, has been well written about, you know, young and old, including very, very young, young babies, animals, everything. And we were just so. saying, there is a baby in this. I don't think I've ever seen a Not so very young baby. baby. Very, very young I baby, mean, yeah. probably about... A four or five months old baby. I think baby. something I'm like that. I'm not an expert, but yeah. I would say it's four or five months old. Um, it doesn't have a speaking role, obviously. Unfortunately, um, that would be fun. <laughs> it does have an understudy, I hear, though. Oh, so, does it? Uh, yeah, well, it so I believe. Need an understudy. Yeah. I mean, it's on stage for a fair amount yeah. of time. It gets carried up and down an enormously steep and long yeah. staircase, which yeah. which yeah. worried me a little bit. Um, no, but I mean, if if baby was having a real you know, yeah. fit it would be. Exactly. It would be difficult. But, um, but, but it, this baby was perfect. Yeah. Then it's one of it's, it. it's an epic play, isn't it? You know, mm, it's like it a, it's like a it's like a sort of a play on a musical scale. It, it has that kind of huge size and scale and big cast and yes, everything. Big and, cast, as you say, lots and, of generations. And it's absolutely from old, enthralling. You know, and there's a live goose. I don't, there is. is that giving too much away? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. And, and there are also um, live rabbits. And uh, you know, they, several rabbits. They eat on stage and. There's mm. roast potatoes. There's all sorts of things. It's mm. uh, it's a real family kind of drama of you know. But also, what I loved about it, I think, is it's it's three hours long. It's a it's a th- proper three act play, and there's an interval, proper interval after the first and second act, mm. and then just a brief pause between second yeah. and third. Um, there was not a single fidget, not a sing- you know. It's it's great to know that people kind of you you invest in that, you invest in in, in sitting there yeah. for a fair amount of time, but you are completely. I mean, gosh, it didn't seem yeah. any more than it's the, an it's hour the and rapt half. attention. And I think when when any piece of entertainment, when a good play grabs you, the, the time is sort of immaterial, isn't mm. it? You and know? also, that's up for set design as well. It is. And I, yes, I, I'm not and director at all and because, yeah. lots of the actors are up. I mean, you know, it, it's been heavily recognised, as you said. You know, the most nominated play of the year. Mm. And I suppose one of the other plays uh, that also has many nominations, Angels in America from the National, 
uh, now running on Broadway. There's a lot of that happening, isn't there? There's a lot of Broadway to London, London to Broadway. Yes, and we work very hard with our, you know, neighbours, cousins in America uh, to help facilitate all of that, you know. So one of the little known things that we do with our uh, colleagues at the Broadway League um, and with the two unions, with UK and American Equities, facilitate actors being able to work in each country and all that stuff, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes people don't kind of see. Um, We try and you know, grease the wheels, make that all happen yeah. seamlessly. And, you know, how great it is that great theatre that's made in one of these cities can move to the other one. And, and you know, as you said, the latest play for that is Angels in America, this great revival, um, which Marianne Elliott has sort of masterminded um, in two parts. And uh, once again, you know, an epic play on an epic scale. Um, and uh, that whole cast is all, the main principles are all now on Broadway, open mm. just this week to absolutely rave reviews on Broadway. You see, that used to be the thing. I think in the old days there was great resistance. It was, well, if, if, if an American production is coming here, it needs to be done with an English cast, which was to protect jobs, I guess. But when, because perhaps there wasn't so much of a two-way flow. But now there's a two-way flow. It's great for us to see American talent here and for Americans to see British talent. Yes, and I think that's one there. of the things we try and ensure collectively with the unions is that is that there is that two-way flow. So it's not about taking jobs away from anyone. It's actually making sure that that happens on both mm. sides. So I think that that's a good thing. And that, as you said, is in for, for best Revival, along with Hamlet, with Andrew Scott, um, who's afraid of Virginia Who, of course, Wolf. goes out on television just this Easter weekend. Hamlet's um, being shown by the BBC. They recorded the production. So if anyone has didn't actually catch it, uh, it's on this weekend on television. So um, Also, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Another revival, Imelda Staunton, of course, nominated in, in that role as Best Actress, along with her Best Performance in a Musical... Yes, I mean it's, it's so rarely it rarely happens different. that someone's nominated in a, for a play and a musical in the same year, and just shows her, you know Imelda's absolute versatility that she can kind of throw mm. put a hand to anything, can't she? So, and the other well, best actor category, uh, Brian Cranston for Network. Um, that's that's from the National. That's the play where, of course, you can have your dinner on while stage. You go and watch indeed, it on stage. Unfortunately, it closed at the end of last week. So. Yes. Uh, uh, but yes, the you know extraordinary Efe um, von Hover, which who is this uh, extraordinary director who kind of reimagines things. So you know, an iconic movie and network and reimagined on stage with kind of extraordinary staging and technology. And as you said, you know, some of the audience members can eat on stage while it's happening. I mean, it's it's it sounds absolutely bonkers to think about, but extraordinary. And his absolutely mesmerising performance at the heart of that play. So. Mm. And also witness for the prosecution, another revival at uh, London County Hall, and that's it was sort of making me think with with five guys named Mo going on at the Marble Arch Theatre, which was sort of like a pop up theatre. Mm. It's interesting this kind of d- different venues exploring different spaces. And I think for witness for the prosecution, you know, is is largely based or the whole part of that Agatha Christie uh, play is based in a courtroom. So. How amazing to find this extraordinary building that's re- really not much used anymore, um, right in the heart of London, and converted into a theatre. But it, it is a court, you know. I was very. Mm. I, I went on the the press night and uh, got dragooned into being one of the jurors. So twelve members of the audience every night are in the jury box, sort of much more on stage and part of it. So if you haven't been, it's hard to describe, but it, it's kind of extraordinary seeing that play redone. Um, in that setting and you feel totally sort of dragged into it partly because you're right in the middle of it it's, well you it's were really... you were one of the jurors but did even, you... wherever you sit in there mm. it, it's you're right in the heart of it you know? and did you deliver your verdict no one of one of the jurors uh, is asked to do one thing at one point but nobody else it's, a, it's quite an experience though 
Right. Well, I'm hoping to experience it, actually, uh, later in the season. Uh, now, Best Actress, also a really strong category. We've already mel- mentioned Imelda Staunton. We've got Laura Donnelly for The Ferryman, uh, Leslie Manville for Long Day's Journey and Tonight, and... Andra McDonald for... Oh, yes, Audra McDonald. Audra yes, McDonald for Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. Uh, Audra's this extraordinary um, American actress. I think she's the only person ever to win the Tony in all four categories. So for best lead and supporting in a play and lead and supporting in a musical. Um, and this play um, sees her being Billie Holiday, really, towards the end of Billie Holiday's career. Um, and uh, is a play with music, where she, she performs some great Billie Holiday songs as well. I mean, it's it's an extraordinary tour de force uh, played uh, last summer here, and, uh, yes, yeah, she's been nominated for her first Olivier for that. And the other category I always, I always love is the affiliate theatre, which is the off-West End category. And it, it's great to see that some of the sort of new experimental work getting recognised yeah. in what is really mainstream awards. And there's some, you know, extraordinary work happens in, in those smaller, we call them the affiliate theatres, you know, around London, you know, whether it's the Bush or uh, the Park Theatre in Finsbury Park, which is still relatively new, or Stratford East or Greenwich or... Um, uh, Hammersmith or lots of different places and it's I'm like you it's lovely to recognize that mm. now we've got best entertainment and family which is sort of the category that covers the things that we're not quite sure where to put them <laughs> possibly yeah, they're more sort of like, they're genuine you know, sort of gen- entertainment yeah, things which but we, although we have got five guys no mo came comes into, into that or yes. it could have I presume been in yes. the musical could have been I think I you know, know. The, the, the producers very much of... saw it as that kind of concept of mm. an entertainment so. um, but we've also got Darren Brown in there absolutely for, for his show and Dick Whittington and then David Williams Gangster Grand yeah. and Darren's of so. course won two Olivier's I think been nominated five times in total mm. um, you know David Williams with you know, who has this extraordinary career now as a as a as a book writer? Children's you know, for author. children, yeah, huge, um, huge. I think he was the biggest selling children's author last year, wasn't he? I think um, something like that, and um, certainly one of. And now, you know, um, Birmingham Stage Company and others are turning his plays, his uh, books, into these children's mm. plays. Which and they've fantastic. also been yeah. adapted for television, of course. Of course quite a few, of quite them, a few. And then, of course, Dick Whittington. You know, let's not forget that. You know, the yeah. the great musical at the London Palladium last Christmas. So. Yes. Oh, well, oh, it'll be great fun. That's, uh, that's yes. a fun award. That it's a fun one, award. A indeed. fun award. Indeed, indeed. Uh, now, we have Catherine Tate presenting. Indeed. This is uh, a first for the Olivier's? It is a first. Well, first time she's pre- um, for, presented, yeah, yeah uh, hosted. Um, really looking forward to it. We're having, we're having great fun working together um, at the moment, so I'm looking forward to it, yeah. yeah. And look, I think probably most people think of Catherine Tate as, you know, am I bothered? Um, but she's much more than that. I mean, she's got had an extensive, oh, um, hugely career, extensive um, at the RSC yeah. at the National Theatre. Um, she's done musicals. Uh, most recently, she was in a musical about a year ago at the Other Palace. Andrew Lloyd Webber's kind of smaller theatre over near Victoria. Um, and of course, you know, she did much to do about nothing with David Tennant in the West End mm. sort of three years ago. So she's an extraordinary versatile actress. Um, but of course, has been known for um, you know for the comedy, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, the other thing people should know, she's, she, which I knew less about her, I shouldn't really talk about her, but, you know, she's an extraordinary um, script writer as well for other people and writes scripts for dramas in America and all sorts of things. I mean, she's she's extremely clever and, and extremely lovely lady mm. and, um, yeah, really enjoying working with her. Oh, well, I, and I'm, I bet you she'll come up with a few little... Um... Maybe. Unpredictable moments, <laughs> I would think, because I think, you know, she she says what she thinks. Um, so that'll be, that'll be, be keep us all on our Indeed. toes, won't it, Indeed. having her Indeed. presenting. Now, it's going to be a big show. We're at the Albert Hall. 
it was a huge show last year and I think we're now allowed to know some of the performances that we can look forward to. On the yes, I mean, it's great, you know, a lot of the nominated musicals are performing. Um, so, uh, you know, the thing everyone wants to know, um, which is, at, you know, Hamilton are performing. It's almost impossible to get a ticket. So uh, everyone will get the chance to see a little bit of Hamilton on the night um, and they are, um, they're opening the show. So, um, with... Um. Uh, an extraordinary number, so that's going to be. How long are they? Do- could they not just do like the first hour? Then we no, could I all think, kind you know, of say we'd seen it. We like to reference uh, everything <laughs> going on, but um, uh, but it's wonderful, you know. And thanks to them and and their team and the entire kind of a creative team from America who put Hamilton together are, are flying in for the Olivier's and kind of restaging this moment, especially in the Albert Hall. So I think it's going to be quite special. I'm looking that forward to it. But then, you know, um, you know, John McRae and the cast of Everybody's Talking About Jamie, yeah. 42nd Street, Leslie Joseph and the cast of Young Frankenstein. Are 42nd Street doing a big old tap number? Or um, I'm not sure we're giving too much uh, away on that yet, but 42nd big... Street is, is, a, is a show with scale and the yes. Albert Hall allows us to do things with scale. So let me just, let's leave it there. Right. <laughs> I think just, it'll be quite okay. a special moment. Um, you know, Sheila Atim is, uh, and some of the cast are performing from Girl from the North Country. Um, and um, and Tracy Bennett is is performing, you know, I'm Still Here from Follies. So um, in, we've got, you know, six, I think, outstanding performances from nominated musicals. Uh, and then, you know, one or two specials. What's one or two specials? Well, um, so we we have we have two two major uh, specials uh, that we, we we've only just announced. Um, so this year, would you believe, is the 60th anniversary of West Side Story opening in London? Absolutely unbelievable to hear it. 60 years. So Cheetah Rivera is flying to London. Um, who opened 60 years ago the show, having done it in Broadway? She then opened it oh, in London. No so she's flying in. Um, and is performing somewhere from West Side Story no. with um, with the two male musical winners from last year. So Andy Carl, who won Best Actor in a Musical for Groundhog Day last year, who unfortunately wasn't here for the awards because he was on stage on Broadway That's at the same right. show. Yes, all Groundhog uh, so Day lot were there. He's flying yes. in. And um, Adam J. Bernard, who won for Dreamgirls last year. So the two of them are performing with Cheetah and a big choir um, on the night. Uh, so I think that might be quite special. I think it might be great I'm, I'm very, very I've only just heard that so I'm yes. absolutely oh um, I can't wait you know it, it you know one one has to be careful about how you say things but there are there are not many legends in any industry um you know who are who are kind of still with us and we can celebrate and Cheetah is without doubt one of those you know as well as doing West Side Story here you know she did Kiss of a Spider Woman she did Chicago you know, she's worked here extensively mm. as well as obviously being based in America. So I think it's lovely that we can celebrate her and West Side Story and uh, and give a moment to that on the night. So the best musical of all time. Uh, and some, some would say, say some would say, some I wouldn't say. I wouldn't dispute that probably. No, I wouldn't either. Um, and then um, and what's the other big special? The other big special is another anniversary, actually. You know, we like an anniversary. So this year is the fiftieth anniversary of Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. Is so it? we are doing a huge Joseph special. That makes me feel so old. Yes, I'm afraid so. But everyone knows the, the words, don't they? So, so are um, we expecting the Albert Hall singer? So the re- I, I think we may. I think Is we may what? well get something like that. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, we're not an. You know. Um, what I was very keen to do is, you know, it's always about the Josephs, but the other bit is the narrators in that in that show as well. So, and the narrator's part's huge. The narrator's part is huge, yes. um, and uh, so I'm absolutely delighted. You know, Joe McEldry, who has played Joseph on tour for the last couple of years, everyone knows him from X Factor or something, but he has the most stunning voice. Uh, he's with Danielle Hope, 
um, as his narrator. Uh, Lee Mead, who of course won the television program mm-hmm. casting uh, with his original narrator, Priya Kalidis. So the two of them from the West End. Uh, and then the thing that a, a few a few people will get very excited about, I think, is Jason Donovan and, and Lindsay Haightley are back together. Um, all those years on from the London Palladium uh, production. Of course, he was nominated for an Olivier for the role. So, so, uh, so Jason and Lindsay. Of, have we got lots of multicolour coats? Going uh, on, I won't give everything away yet, but we're right. we're working on. I hope something that will will be um, special. Because of course, uh, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber's seventieth. Andrew Webber's seventieth, exactly. But we're we, you know, um, it's how great that a British musical fifty years on is still being performed all over the world by schools all over the world and it's great to recognise it, I think, uh, at the Olivier's as well. And so there'll be one or two kids around, as you might imagine, it it being Joseph, so... Well, it sounds like it is going to be the most fantastic night. I shall be down in the basement. Actually, I'm sort of near all those dressing rooms, so probably lots of little Joseph children (laughs) running past me, Chica Rivera, oh, hi! You know, all of that going on in the basement. I know it will be pandemonium down there, on the stage, it will look as slick as anything. I very much hope so. Smooth as anything. Catherine Tate will be in charge and uh, conducting the whole affair. Um, I think it's going to be a wonderful evening. Absolutely can't wait. Julian, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. I'm Alice Arnold, and that was the Musicals and Theatre Podcast. If you enjoyed that, then you can hear me every Saturday and Sunday morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic, where I have lots of lovely, timeless, relaxing classics, musical numbers and interviews. 